With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. All right. All right. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Here's In the Bonus with Doug Gottlieb. Woo! What up, Doug Gottlieb Show? In the Bonus. Here on Fox Sports Real. I heart real. Lots of things to talk about. Got some football. Uh, Jalen Hurts signs a big contract. What's it mean? We'll break it down for you. Got uh, what the box says. Two different ways of looking at our lead topic of the day, which is uh, Draymond Green. One from Colin Coward, one from Dan Patrick. You'll hear that upcoming. Uh, So by now, I'm sure you're aware Draymond Green was ejected from game two of the Western Conference playoffs, a game against Sacramento Kings. They lost the game two games. They're now down two games to none. Darren Fox, Malik Monk, others played well. And uh, the Warriors are just not the same at times without Draymond and uh, Jordan Poole continues to struggle. Um, I'll give you one basketball uh, sort of uh, insight, and then I'll talk, we'll talk about the Draymond thing. The, the first thing that's really important is when you don't have Draymond, everyone looks at, well, he can't shoot, doesn't score. You know, he's not maybe as good a defender as he used to be. Uh, but but we, we look too much at Draymond instead of looking uh, in totality or really at Steph. And there was a discussion last week that was really triggered by Richard Jefferson where he's like, look, Steph Curry's, you know, he's, he's not really a point guard and he plays better without the ball. And that's true. But the construct of this team, like here's, you want some basketball insight? Okay. What's the difference between having Kevon Looney, Andrew Wiggins, Clay Thompson, and if you don't have Draymond Green, you got, you know, Gary Payton, GP2, or Jordan Poole on the team, right? As opposed to previous Warriors teams. Like, go back in and remember uh, their roster and their their lineups um, years ago, right? Where, you know, when, when, when they've won championships, 
what do they all look like? Like, what's what's the difference in this Golden State Warriors and previous Golden State Warriors? Like the really, really good teams that won championships. Not not just the Kevin Durant ones, but uh, if you want to go Kevin Durant, that's fine as well. Right? But remember, one year they had Andrew Bogut. Right? They had Andrew Bogut, Kevin Durant, Andre Iguodala. You know, they've had Sean Livingston. Um. You, you, they they went through, and I, I don't think they they win one. Uh, they lost the year of Quinn Cook, but that was Toronto Raptors. Even go back to the seventy three. What the difference is that when Steph is at his best is when on his on their roster, on their roster, and on the floor with him is other are other guys that can handle the basketball. And the difference in Andre Godala is not as talented a scorer when he was on the Warriors as um, Andrew Wiggins is. But Andre Iguodala can handle the basketball, can play like a point, can play center. Wiggins cannot. Sean Livingston was a point guard in high school, a point guard with the Clippers, and though a mid-range scorer, he was essentially a point guard with the Warriors. Draymond Green is like a point center. Go back and look, and outside of Clay Thompson, Andrew Bogut was never a point guard, but a great elite passer as a big guy. And so what happens is, even with Draymond Green, uh, Steph has to have the ball in his hands more often. And without Draymond Green, there's really nobody else who can who's comfortable handling the basketball. And so he becomes a pick-and-roll player, becomes easier to guard. You didn't, you, you didn't see that one coming, huh? All right, let's talk some Draymond Green. Here's Shaquille O'Neal. On Draymond last night. I did the same thing. I really would. Don't be grabbing me because what am I going to do? Like if I stay there and, and just try to run forward, I'll fall. You got to get him up off you. And if you're up off you and you're in the way, you might get stomped off. Was it a dirty play? Of course it was a dirty play. But then just say that and leave it alone. Yeah. Don't. Well, hey, if you, you just you don't grab me, this won't happen. You can't go, hey, man, you can't uh, go around. So if he never grabbed him, that wouldn't happen. I would agree with that. Thank you. Yeah, I do you. agree with one that. Bad play, one bad play, he gets another bad play. That's like, it. Well, don't grab me. But but if, 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 but if uh, I grab you uh, and you hit me with a chair, it's not. It's like a. It's just excessive. I'm just saying the stomp was it. Yeah, it's I'm pretty not saying that he shouldn't like get him off. Okay, well. But he was. It was a little excessive. Would you like to get on the floor and show me the options when, when somebody grabs you? No, I'm just not gonna, just move there. away. M- move away how? <laughs> just walk. All right, lay on the floor and grab Michael. No, no, no you, you got, got a bad hip. This is not a time Once you lay on the floor and I'll see if I can stomp on you. <laughs> <laughs> I love that show. Um, okay, here, here's, here's the thing. Shaq's completely right. What, are, what exactly are you supposed to do? What exactly are you supposed to do? Anybody know? I, I sure as heck don't know. Um, so it's one of those, it doesn't make it right, but it, it does make it like, uh, well, again, what, what is he supposed to do in this situation? But here's the thing that no one has said outside of me. My freshman year at Notre Dame, um, my first day, I was, I was, when I signed there, I was told I'd be the starting point guard right away. You know, when what coaches say is we'll put the ball in your hands. Okay, cool. It was a big reason for why I went there. And um, we go through practice, and I wasn't better than Admore White. He was better than me. Nonetheless, I felt like I was a gamer. I would get a shot. But I could, couldn't really crack the code. was never on the first team. We play the first exhibition game, and I play like 10 minutes, 12 minutes. 
And I just remember this defeated feeling like, God, I'm never going to play. I was supposed to start. I'm not any good. And the coach was like, dude, you're fine. You're just like, trust me, it'll organically take care of itself. So the second game, I was supposed to play more, but I, I got four fouls. I got two early in the first half when I came in, and then I got cut another. And so I, I think I played like 12 minutes, despite the fact I was supposed to play 20, 25 minutes in the second exhibition game. And it was at that time that my dad pulled me aside and he gave me some of the best advice I can ever, I can ever give somebody as a basketball player. Not all coaches have the auto bench with two fouls, but many do. Um, I would not, but John McLeod did. And the point is this. My dad pulled me aside. He's like, hey, he sat you because you got two in the first half? Yes. Well, you know, if you don't get your set first, you can't get your second. I was like, excuse me? He's like, if you don't get your first, you can't get, get your second. Don't, don't foul in the first half. Just don't get your first. Somebody, get, somebody beats you, all right, you let them go. You live to, play, live, live to fight another day. Well, the same is true with Draymond Green. You know, if he doesn't get the first technical, none of this happens. Right. And I, I, granted, he can't go back 20 years or 15 years or 10 years and fix his own personal history with officials and his own reputation. I, I understand that. But uh, you, you can absolutely control not getting your first. Just stay out of the harm's way. Stay out of all this nonsense. You get that way in the fourth quarter. You have a limited number of fouls, no technical fouls. You can just go play and be yourself. That's the advice I'd give him. That's the the absolute sage wisdom of the late great Bob Gottlieb. Here's uh, Warriors head coach Steve Kerr in his post game press conference. I didn't see a play uh, live, and, uh, and then I didn't see the replay. Um, I asked Zach Zarba what happened. He told me, and um, I was busy with, um, you know, getting the team ready. A couple, one of the coaches told me uh, he might get ejected, and so I was trying to, you know, prepare for, for what was next. Um, <clears throat> okay, so he's like, I didn't see it. And I, I honestly thought it was a play on. Like Sabonis falls down, looks like he was trying to pull Clay down, didn't work. Then he grabs on to Draymond's foot, and Draymond tries to shake his foot free. Like all of it was just a, a comedy of errors. Play on. Here's Draymond in his post game press conference. What was the explanation they gave? I know they gave him a technical, then obviously you. <clears throat> the explanation was I stumped too hard. You said two times you've been held with Sabonis, both times? No, it was Monk last game. Uh, right on the baseline under the rim. So either you're going to stop it. John Goble was looking at Monk hold my leg the last game, and he just let it go. And Zach clearly was watching my leg get held this game and let it go. So I guess ankle grabbing is okay. Yeah, I mean, like, um, I, I, I thought it was... I, I, I understand what it's like to have your leg leg grabbed and... You know, I don't know about the second game in a row, but the, the, the him and Sabonis, like, just put them in an octagon and let them have at it because they're otherwise they're just flopping around there. Here's Mike Brown, head coach of the Sacramento Kings, in his postgame press conference. It's kind of marred by the situation with Draymond. Have you seen a player stomp on another player like that and then, again, go and go with the crowd, stand up on the scores table or the bench area and do what he did, uh, like, tonight? And I know you know him personally. Um, just what are your thoughts on that entire scene? I didn't see what he did afterwards. 
but uh, for sure, it's a, you know it's a flagrant two for sure, and it'd be interesting to see what the what the NBA does after they review it. Just what are your thoughts on that entire scene? I didn't see what he did afterwards, but okay. So you know the the whole theatric stuff is actually the part that makes Draymond look like a clown. Um, the uh, it's a flagrant two, and what should the league do? Means he thinks that she'd be suspended, which I think is would be ridiculously bad. Like, what are we doing here? And you know, Mike Brown, the, 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 the how many questions were asked in that one question that she got? That was a, that was a bunch. But Mike Brown clearly, like, it, yeah, I know him, but that doesn't mean I I want to win this series. So let's get Draymond suspended, which feels like the play all along. Feels like the play all along from Sabonis. Like, how can we get him out of this series? Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Let's find out what the Fox says. And now. <laughs> what does the Fox say? Every day at this time of the Doug Gottlieb Show in the bonus. In the bonus. Um, we play for you a portion of a previous show. We wanted to do the juxtaposition of two of the all-time greats in terms of the sports radio yakking, which we have only here for you on Fox Sports Radio. Dan Patrick and Colin Cowherd talking about Draymond Green. Let's talk, start with Dan Patrick. 
we always acknowledge Draymond Green's basketball IQ, right? We talk about him being a smart player, but this is a dumb play because he was selfish. And then after how he reacted, it was about him. And I think if he could have said it in the moment, hey, listen to my podcast, I'm going to record that after the show, he probably would have tried to do that. It's we give him a we give him credit all the time. Oh man, he's a smart basketball player. He does some stupid things. This is a guy who started the season punching a teammate. So like you can't be surprised that he would do this to the opposition. He punched his own teammate. And here we are. And he didn't fire up his team. And it was a close game. So the problem I have with it is I'd say twofold, but it's probably more than that. It's a close game. It's four points. Sabonis is going to get a technical. Steph will make the free throw. You got the ball. You're down three, seven minutes to go. You've been a terrible road team. You're in this. You have a chance to take this game, steal this game. And Draymond Green got selfish and made it about him. And then the theatrics after. Like, where's Steve Kerr? Steve, grab him. Tell him. Let's go to the locker room. You're not helping the situation. Um, okay, there, there's a lot to it. Let me first, let me then hear Colin Cowherd's take on the exact same discussion. This is what 80s basketball was. Draymond's the last vestige of it, and you're complaining about it. I love him. I think he's great. Yes, he works for my podcast company, but the reason I got him is because he's raw and authentic. By the way, Charles Barkley was an enforcer. And everybody loves Charles Barkley. By the way, I saw a story this week. You know who LeBron wants on the team and Anthony Davis? They want Draymond Green. Say what you will. When you're 25 years old, you don't understand. Every great team in my childhood, the Sixers had tough guys. The Sonics, the Blazers, the Bulls, the Lakers, the Pistons. You had to have one. It's like in hockey, somebody has to protect Gretzky. Somebody has to protect the star. In the NBA, you've got to have an annoyance, a guy that's willing to give his body up. Sabonis is a tough guy. I covered his dad. He knows what the game's all about. You complain about the physicality of basketball. How? We're doing romanticizing 30 for 30s on a Knicks team that couldn't shoot. We're not doing it because they were pretty. We're doing it because they were tough. No problem at all. Thought the ejection was silly. Uh, and I, I cannot believe they'd throw him out of the series. That would be reckless by the commissioner. I thought the ejection was silly. Uh, I didn't think it was a case of Draymond being Draymond. Uh, there were the, the first technical foul <clears throat> was some of the old Draymond thrutch or butt theatrics. And between him and Sabonis, it's a flop fest. And I agree with, with, with Colin in that every great team has had a guy sort of like this. Here's the, the issue, though, is that, that that act works, but you got to be able to play, right? Like Dennis Rodman was that guy. Now, when he was the worm with the Detroit Pistons teams, he was the best defender in the league. When he went to the Spurs and with the Bulls, uh, he was a very good defender, but an incredible rebounder. And they just kind of dealt with it. But most of his theatrics, they, they weren't directed at the refs as much as sometimes his own team or sometimes the other team. The, the, the issue with Draymond is like one, and we can get to the Lakers thing, like he's not worth a max contract. Those guys are invaluable, but they're actually, there's a set value to them. And when you're trying, when, when you need, I don't think that's what the Lakers need. 
Like that's not what the, the Lakers don't need toughness and you know basketball IQ. And basketball IQ, by the way, is don't get your ass fucking thrown out of a game that we're trying to win here. Get your get thrown out of a Wednesday night when you're playing in Charlotte and nobody gives a shit. Right? Not game two when you've never been down two games to none since the Warriors have been making their run. Uh, so there is a lack of, like, just there are times in which he loses his mind. But then the WWE thing, like, that is such a fucking clown show. What are you doing? The clown show ends up making it feel like it's a bigger deal than it is. The reality is Sabonis fell down. He probably grabbed grabbed his foot because he didn't want to get stepped on, which, of course, led him to getting stepped on. Okay, it happens. We move on. I wouldn't have called a fucking thing. What are you calling a foul for? Because it all started when Sabonis, it felt like he was trying to bring down Clay Thompson, you know, when, when he was getting boxed out. Maybe he just lost his balance. Okay, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Then he grabs on to Draymond Green's foot. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. He didn't want to get stepped on. And I'll give Draymond the benefit of the doubt that he's just trying to get his foot free. All fine. Play basketball. This whole thing is beyond ridiculous and stupid. And I, I understand, though, where Dan Patrick's coming from in that even in this situation, if I disagree that he's being selfish, the, the constant Draymond Green bombardment and the constant thought that he's part of this discussion and uh, just wondering what he's going to do next. Well, that's good for entertainment value. It does not appear to be good right now for the Golden State Warriors. All that shit when it's working, when you guys are humming along and you're beating people, fine. Otherwise, go out and win games. Don't say shit. This is LeVar Arrington talking about Jalen Hurts' new contract. I'm going to say this first and foremost. Like, let me speak from a very, very common place. Anyone who works themselves into a situation where they can make 10 figures upon signing a piece of paper, you've won. Secondly... The, the interesting thing is, is that for it to be a five-year deal, there's, there's probably the strong possibility if he's still playing well and if his trajectory continues to be on the same path that, that it's on right now, that contract gets redone before you even get to five years. I don't even think they complete the, the contract. No, you're right. So so with that being said, we can talk about all the numbers and the fluff that, that's connected to the contract, but if he's playing well then he's playing with house money because he's going to play himself into uh, another contract. They're going to restructure him. What, what, they'll come to him in like year three, year year four, and restructure him because they're not even going to want him to get to the end of the deal. And they'll be like, well, hell, we're going to give him a whole lot more money now rather than wait for him to get to the end of the deal and could possibly leverage free agency or we might have to put the franchise tag on him and do all that stuff. We're going to get the deal done with him now. Um, okay. So there's a lot to unpack there, right? Uh, but the, the basics of it are, are this, he didn't get the five years fully guaranteed. He got a ton of money. It appears that the structure is going to be that there's going to be a huge, huge cap hit in the final years, uh, final two years of the contract, which many people believe that the cap is going to so expand. It may not be as punitive, but that will lead the Eagles. If he plays well to ultimately redoing the deal. If he ain't good, they're screwed. So this is giving you um, giving you cap flexibility early, giving you uh, you know what your 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 fixed costs are in your quarterback, and giving your quarterback for the next four or five years without any question Philadelphia. But boy, he better continue his upward trajectory. 
Uh, I said yesterday in the radio show, he's earned it. This is how it usually works. Uh, do I think it's an overpay? It's a massive overpay. Like, he's a good quarterback. He's not that good. But this is how it's almost always worked in the sport. And it feels like Philadelphia's paying as much for his leadership as he is his actual play, which I'm fine with. Like, if, if that, this is how they feel about it, the guy they know, they drafted, they groomed, great. Okay? Many people, myself included, were like, I don't know if he'll be the starting quarterback in 20, uh, in 23 after watching him play in 21. And, of course, he was an MVP candidate this past year, and they go to the Super Bowl, and he plays well. So do I think he's a top-five quarterback? No. Do I think that the contract is an overpay? Sure. Do I think that it matters? It's not my money. I do not. It's interesting that Philadelphia is putting themselves in this similar position they put themselves in before. But they know him. They love him. The players seem to like playing with him. And if they can keep some form of the roster that they've kept, there's no reason to believe that they won't have the stability with their team they have with their quarterback as long as he stays healthy and continues to improve. That's what the Fox said. What does the Fox say? Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Let's find out who's annoying. And now, 
It's your annoying. What do you got there, Jace? Two. Doug, remember uh, a few weeks back when Kendrick Perkins had that back and forth with um, JJ Redick, and I know you got involved as well. And there was this big like thing about how the MVP race has become toxic. And then Joel Embiid actually kind of weighed in on that and said, "Yeah, I don't like the conversation around this. It's unfortunate. This this is this has become a negative thing." Doc Rivers said the same thing. Well, last night uh, after uh, the Sixers win. Joel Embiid said this about uh, his statistics. And I had, what, three blocks? Uh, only three blocks? Uh, I, need, I probably need a Memphis goalkeeper. Uh, uh, what was it, Denver, Memphis, whatever. That's, I, I thought I had more, but, you know, that's, that's a level that I got to get, get to, and uh, I'm going to do it every game. Now, just for context there, um, the Defensive Player of the Year was announced yesterday, Jaron Jackson of um, Memphis. And he's looking at his stats, and he's like, three blocks? That's all I got? He's like, I should get the uh, scorekeeper at Memphis, um, which was just a shot, I think, at the Defensive Player of the Year. And you could say it's kind of, a, you know, it's joking around, and, and Joel, we like Joel being candid, but you can't have it both ways. You know, we can't say that the MVP talk has become negative, and I don't really want to, uh, any, any part of that. And then once somebody else gets a defensive player of the year, just not be gracious. He's just kind of taking shots at the kit. Uh, something annoys me about this, Doug. Um, I, I, I hear you, but I would also tell you that, um, for example, um, <clears throat> for example, um, I played at UNLV my senior year and, uh, they had another point guard named Mark Dickel, who was, uh, was, was a close competitor in terms of the assist race the year before. And that year as well at point guard to, to lead the country. And, uh, the first year I had 15, we played them back to back years in Vegas, which never happens. Like usually you play a team home and home, whatever. I'll never forget. I walk it off the court after the second time we played him. And I was like, coach, how are we going to play Vegas back to back years? Um, uh, how are we going to play Vegas back to back years? Uh, and he's like that Billy Baino, he couldn't organize a fist fight anyway. So uh, you don't usually play back to back years on somebody else's home floor, but we did. Anyway, we got done the game the second year and we look at the box score and I had five assists and we lit them up pretty good. And, um, I don't know how when you play sports, what you do, but when I play sports, I know my stats pretty well to a T without ever having to look at a stat sheet. And it's, it's interesting. It's one of those things my coach, uh, my senior year, got on to me about looking at the stat sheet at halftime. He's like, you know, you, all you care about is your assists. I was like, coach, I know how many assists I have. I'm looking at it for everything else, you know, to find out everything else that's, that's going on in the game statistically. But the point is, I, I know when I have five assists, I know when I have 15 and I had, I, by my count, I had 13 or 14 and one was, we were kind of fudged. Anyway, we actually went, graded the film out. I had it down at 14. One of the other guys that was watching with me had it at 13. We petitioned the NCAA. I think I ended up getting 11, getting credit for 11. But what's interesting is if I had gotten 14, I would have finished tied with Greg Anthony for sixth all time in the assist list. So there are scorekeepers that can help you. I feel for Joel Embiid if it is Memphis guys blowing it up. I think it's more directed at the Memphis scorekeeper than it is at, at Jaron Jackson. 
You know, um, Jalen Hurts, he uh, got this big contract yesterday. So over the last uh, 24 hours, there's just been this, you know, sports talk, radio, debate shows. Um, who would you take right now, Jalen Hurts or Lamar Jackson, right? Two guys, one's up for a contract, one just got the contract. And, and the majority of people, the majority of the people that do this for a living are saying they, they'll take Jalen Hurts. And this is what is annoying about this. Because a year ago, or just after uh, the 2021 season, uh, the same people that would take Jalen Hurts over Lamar Jackson were saying that Jalen Hurts is simply a placeholder for uh, Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers, or whoever the Eagles could draft. Jalen Hurts was a short-term replacement until the next big thing a year ago, and now you're taking him over over Lamar Jackson. Now, you can can change your mind, and you can have a different opinion given new information. I get that. But the FCC should mandate that before you talk with conviction or uh, on authority about something, you should have to say, before I say anything, last year I thought he was a placeholder. I thought he was just there for the short term. And now my opinion has completely changed on him. There should be a disclaimer. You, you just can't talk with conviction about something after having an opinion that was the exact opposite a year ago. I don't know anybody who does that. That was funny. And I didn't say I did. I when I say I don't didn't know anybody does that, you know, I'm talking about other people. Anyway, I generally agree. Um, I also think, though, that if we're going to do that, we have to we have to give people the benefit of that. Uh, the, be- the benefit of that. This was a widely shared opinion at the time, right? Like the old co- uh, the old takes exposed oftentimes looks at today through the lens of today, you know, and we can, we, I mean, he looks at yesterday through a lens of today. Yesterday is a different lens. Things change. Now I'll even, I'll even give you like my Steph Curry eval at the time where I thought he'd be a Jeff Hornacek type. The NBA is different now than when he was drafted and was different than the NBA 10, 15 years ago. It's evolved greatly. The sport has evolved, not just the players themselves. But to that, I, I, I do agree. The No, no, I told you all along when I was completely full of it. I mean, if, if you want to take it to another step, but this, this also shows you how full of shit uh, draft prognosticators are and, and analysts when they talk with conviction about who the best quarterback in this draft is. Um, no one knows shit, okay? Uh, I just looked back over the last five years. Uh, these were the names of people that were supposedly going to be first-round Good NFL quarterbacks, right? Tua Tungavailoa, Jordan Love, Zach Wilson, uh, the late Dwayne Haskins. Each of those guys were taken in the first round the last five years. Jalen Hurts was a second-round pick. Um, I don't remember what the talk is at the time. I thought it was like, yeah, that's kind of a nice pick for a backup quarterback or whatever. But every time you hear someone this week or over the next 10 days – talk with authority or conviction about who the best quarterback is in this draft, they're full of shit because nobody knows. Agree with you on that one. No question about it. Um, Speaking of the draft, um, Scott Fitterer, uh, the GM of the Panthers, they have the number one pick. He traded up to get the number one pick. Um, It's so funny to hear these guys because 
the reporters have to ask the questions and these executives kind of have to answer it, but they, they give a bunch of no, non-answers. Here's the latest version of a non-answer by an NFL GM when asked about the draft. We have our the last kind of group in today. We have the coaches Wednesday and Thursday of this week, and at that point, we'll get together and kind of make that decision. But there, we've got some clarity through this process. We've got some clarity through this process somehow has become a headline. If you Google uh, Fitterer and Clarity on Twitter right now, you'll find no less than 10 outlets uh, claiming that this is news, as as if there's some kind of progress in knowing who the Panthers are taking, (laughs) that he's got some clarity. That vague language right there is something that the uh, the media has has glommed onto. Uh, The vague language around the draft is annoying to me. Maybe there should be a... Maybe there should be like a gag order. The NFL should be like, look, you can't ask questions and you can't answer questions about the draft because everything in between is just nonsensical. Like, don't tell me there's clarity. I don't even know what clarity means. I hear it every week on The Bachelor. They want to gain clarity. They're seeking clarity. No, no one knows what the hell that means. Oh, there's lots of uh, there's lots of uh, of words that people use that they don't actually mean or what they or they they're just overused, right? I want to be heard. I want to be seen. I need great clarity. You know, I have to find my balance. Uh, but yes, the the clarity that's been given, we know what he means, but the vagueness of it is comical, comical. So what, that's what I have to choose from: Joel Embiid, Jalen Hurts supporters, or the vague language of the about the draft? Yes. I'll do the vague language about the draft just because there's all different sorts of ways in which they talk around actually talking about stuff. And it's, it's kind of an art, but it's a, it's a paint by numbers art because people are doing the same stuff that they've done for a long time. So NFL draft guys that use vague language to, to, to say nothing at all. Let's get to our pick of the day. Okay, sir. The bet is to you. It's time for the pick of the day. Uh, pick of the day. Let's go to the NBA playoffs where we have uh, three games. You got Hawks, Celtics, Celtics, a 10 point favorite in game two. Yes, a 10 point favorite in game two. 231 is the over under. Knicks, Cavs, the Cavs are a six point favorite uh, in game two. Again, both these teams, uh, Celtics and Cavs, are at home. And the Suns are an eight point favorite, eight point favorite to the Clippers at home. Um, I love the I love the Suns on the money line. I really really like the Suns on the money line. Eight points doesn't feel right to me. It just feels way way too big. So like the Clippers, like the Knicks, like the Hawks. I think all three games are exceptionally close. Put them in a box. You are welcome. There's our pick or picks of the day. All right, that's it for the In the Bonus podcast. Check out the Daily Radio Show tomorrow, uh, three to five Eastern, twelve to Pacific. I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show in the bonus. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.